Hey, what's up, fools? This is your host, Lauren Leslie, with the Design Tribe Podcast, based out of beautiful Atlanta. This is the podcast version of my webinar live stream series you'll find on my website at laurenlesley.com. Leslie is spelled with an E-Y. We'll be discussing all things related to the design side of your online business and interviewing creative entrepreneurs. If you'd like to join my webinar series, you will be able to follow along with awesome slides that I made super pretty, and you'll get to interact with me on live video. I'll also be live streaming to YouTube and in the Design Tribe Facebook group if you'd rather tune in there. To sign up for the live webinars, go to laurenlesley.com slash webinar dash series. Or if you'd like to join our Facebook community, check out facebook.com slash groups slash design tribe Lauren Leslie. Thanks for connecting with the Design Tribe. Let's start the conversation. Okay, hi everyone. I'm Lauren from Lauren Leslie Studio, and today we have special guest Elizabeth Silver on um, to talk about 2019 trends for surface pattern designers. So Elizabeth is an amazing surface pattern boss. Um, she's a licensed artist and knows all about trends. She does t- tons of trend research and has a really cool um, newsletter for you guys that we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, Elizabeth, would you like to kind of introduce yourself and give everyone a little bit of background about who you are and how you got started as a surface pattern designer? Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much for having me, Lauren. Um, I have, I studied surface pattern design in college, actually, and um, when I graduated, I was living in New York City, and I designed for bedding, and then table linens, and finally for baby apparel for Baby Gap, and then I wanted to leave New York City. I'd been there for about nine years, and so uh, My husband and I moved down to Raleigh, North Carolina, and I went into freelance. So I have been freelancing for about six years now, and I um, have a lot of different types of clients, do a lot of client work um, for party paper. So you can see my work in Party City um, for like wrapping paper and gift bags, a lot of stuff in different um, like TJ Maxx and Marshalls and Target and kind of all over the place. And I also license my artwork, so greeting cards and rugs and also gift bags and wrapping kind of stuff, a lot of stationery. Um, and so that is kind of a me in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. And for those of you who don't know me, um, I'm Lauren. I have been a senior textile designer for the past 10 years. Um, and I'm really excited because my outdoor rug designs are selling at Target this season. So if you're in need of a rug, go check that out. (laughs) Um, But now, uh, starting as of February 1st um, this year, 2019, I'm starting as an independent surface pattern designer. So I'm really excited to um, go to Blueprint in New York and meet a bunch of other surface pattern designers. Um, But yeah, so let's get into some of the trends. So first, we're going to start talking about um, Elizabeth's Atlanta gift market trend PDF. So if you sign up for her newsletter, you get all sorts of really great um, trend insights that she puts together and kind of does all of the research ahead of time for you. Um, So to get the free PDF, you can visit her website and sign up for her email list. Um, The link is here and I'll also link it in the description below. Um, So let me pull up her... uh, 
here is her PDF. And so Elizabeth, um, if you don't mind going ahead and kind of explaining um, what is important about America's Mart gift and home show, um, why is that important for surface pattern designers? Definitely. Thanks so much. Um, yeah. So I went to, uh, uh, in Atlanta, um, they have a, uh, two times a year is America's Mark gift and home show. And they have like three buildings in downtown Atlanta that have showrooms of gift companies, um, home decor companies, uh, rug companies, um, apparel companies, all kinds of like giftable things, stationary, and they have uh, permanent showrooms down there. And so they have different shows throughout the year, but the gift and home show is a time when they also, people who don't have permanent showrooms um, can also come down and kind of set up a temporary showroom. And they're all showing their wares for people, uh, for buyers who, um, who buy for their stores, you know, for their gift stores or their home decor stores or their boutiques, all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, all in one place to, it's basically like going to 150 gift show, uh, gift shops at once. So it's like <laughs> a perfect, you know, opportunity to see what's going on in the gift world, in the stationary world, in the home decor world. So um, I hadn't gone since 2013, and so I wanted to check it out because I've been going to Surtex every year, and this year I decided to skip Surtex and go to America's Mart. I see. Okay, cool. So for those of, um, for designers who are kind of new at discovering trends or finding trends, how did you out of, you know, you said this was like going through hundreds and hundreds of gift shops. How do you decide what's a trend versus something that's not a trend when you're just kind of overwhelmed by seeing so many different um, art and gifts yeah, and yeah, patterns? How do you it's figure out lot. what is a trend? <laughs> it's like actually quite overwhelming, I have to say. <laughs> so, um and also I would note that like, this is the stuff that's like going to be in stores shortly, you know, they're selling their current line, but mm -hmm. it was designed probably a year ago, at least you know, six months to a year ago, um, you know, and then it had to be produced and then it's, you know, the samples are ready and they're hoping people are ordering it and it's going to go into stores. Right. So this isn't necessarily like the cutting edge things that are coming right, you know, out of, uh, you know, very trend forward person's brain necessarily. It is stuff that's probably a, a little bit older, but still it hasn't fully gone into stores and trends kind of do tend to last um, at least for a couple seasons or a couple years. And one thing I noticed is there is, you know, there was definitely a lot of stuff that we've seen before, stuff that, you know, wasn't brand new. Um, one wrap up or like roundup that I read, uh, you know, kind of hypothesized that the reason for that is that people are, you know, a little bit nervous that, um, you know, they want to see something that has sold already and mm -hmm. it is a proven, you know, good bestseller or whatever. And so they're a little bit scared maybe to jump into new things. The wrap up that I was reading was talking about, you know, like for economy reasons, but I don't, you know, I don't know. But there is a lot of stuff that we've seen before so like the farmhouse trend mm -hmm. um with a lot of like home decor stuff with you know big script lettering brush script lettering um and sort of like the uh like 
galvanized metal and wood, you know, weathered wood and sort of that, that sort of style was, you know, really prevalent. Um, saw a lot of stuff that I'm sure you could recognize like flamingos and llamas and unicorns and mermaids and all those kind of like uh, fantastical uh, creatures <laughs> that yeah. we've seen a lot of, you know, in, in the, in the market. Um, and the a big thing that we see at all these places, um, all these gift sh shops are uh, Christmas trends, right? Christmas is a big, big seller. And so, yeah, you can see I'm kind of talking about some of the things that we've seen already. Um, Christmas mm -hmm. farmhouse was a big thing. And, um, you know, buffalo plaid, I say that green buffalo plaid was a little bit newer, but red buffalo plaid was definitely still in there and lots of botanicals. <laughs> Um, some really, you know, things that we've seen in past Christmases, the kind of like vintage red truck with the Christmas tree is still out there. Um, but to find, to figure out what is, you know, a trend, I think that for me, it's just kind of what pops out like, um, you know, as something a little bit newer that I've, that I see, a, you know, a couple times more than, more than just like one little interesting thing. So being, having, you know, studied trends for uh, the past couple of years with my newsletter, it's like, I feel like I've seen it all. So if it's something that kind of like perks my interest and says like, oh, that's kind of weird or like, oh, I haven't seen that. Like, even if it's just one like animal off to the side, it's like, oh yeah, you don't usually see like, you know, I don't know what animal, but that if I then see it again later in the day and then again, then I'm like, hmm, okay, that could be something. And so I try to highlight trends that are um, that could, you know, spark something, spark some creativity yeah. basically. And that aren't necessarily like everywhere. I mean, I'm not going to feature unicorns because everyone has seen a million unicorns and it is still trending, but that's <laughs> not, you know, really what I do. Right. I think that as a designer, once you sort of get into that process of researching trends, it's almost sort of intuitive, like something that does, like you said, kind of perk your interest or you are kind of responding to um, innately then, you know, and especially if you start to see it over and over again, you know, they say that in order to buy something, you have to see it seven times. <laughs> and so I think that as, as designers, it's like, you know, we are sort of picking up on an evolution of things to like one design trend could naturally evolve into something else or it could marry with another trend. Um, I don't know, like I remember just in rugs, <laughs> um, the trellis and lattice patterns were so big for oh, yeah. so long, sort of the two color. And now they're sort of starting to be a little bit dated, but it's like, okay, how, you know, how can we evolve that trend? How can we um, maybe make it a three? color or multicolor or um, maybe make it a little bit more global. You know, there's different things you can do to a trend once it's starting to kind of get some t age on it, I guess, right, <laughs> um, to make it evolve and grow. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay. So 
So the, this first page, um, just for fun, was kind of things that I couldn't make a full like trend board out of, but I just kind of want to call it out because again, they kind of perked my eye and I thought they were sort of interesting. So um, last year for 2018, um, I did a trend guide of a roundup of Surtex and uh, National Stationery Show. And one of my trends was called Anatomy Class. And it was sort of about uh, the female anatomy, uh, you know, like naked ladies, boobs, <laughs> like literally there were cards out there with like, you know, uh, like the whole like female anatomy, like, <laughs> like a real like ovaries and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, so that is, you know, has been trending. The female form has definitely been trending, but, uh, this little, um, this first image with the like really, really happy jumping around naked ladies just made me smile. And so <laughs> I just wanted to kind of call it out because it's sort of, you know, it reminded me that that trend is still going and they just seem like they're loving life so much that I was happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> then the second one is I had also recently in my newsletter sent out a uh, trend about floral crowns on animals being so huge um, in illustration and greeting cards and things like that. And one interesting thing that I saw, um, it was uh, Greenbox, uh, which also like is kind of owns Oopsie Daisy and they do wall art, right? And so one of their artists, actually a couple of their artists um, had, you know, floral crowns was still big with the annals, but one sort of like evolution of that, again, as talking about how to make it something newer and different and kind of bring it forward was um, having sort of dessert and food items as crowns on animals. So I thought that was <laughs> an interesting take. And then the last thing that I show there it, and that I saw a couple call outs of at the gift show, but couldn't really find enough reference to say it was a trend was the sort of the idea of pills and pharmaceuticals as like a little bit of, you know, a joke or just like something, something kind of interesting. So that card says, hope they give you the good drugs. It's mm -hmm. like Get well card by Lionheart Prince. Oh, cute. Okay, cool. So my first trend that I um, wanted to call out is called plant puns. And um, as I say here, uh, food puns have been around for a while. We've seen, you know, tacos and sushi and pizza and give me a pizza in my heart and that kind of thing. Um, but I saw a big, uh, you know, a big showing of plant puns because house plants have been a really big trend. Um, and now that's sort of evolving. So now we're getting sort of the two things together, the food puns or the puns, I should say, and the house plants are coming together and these planters um, and different products have all these kind of, you can see, oh, kale, yeah, and here to make fronds and just like all these kind of like silly little puns <laughs> on plant life. So that was my first um, call out. I love puns. So this is making me really happy. <laughs> <It's> really <laughs> All right. My second one is called Masters of Ming. And this was a trend that actually, I think it started probably in the home decor world. Um, and maybe with your rug experience, you've kind of been seeing it around. But I, I sort of pay more attention to gift and stationery because that's sort of my, um, you know, lane for what I design. So I hadn't really noticed it necessarily um, until it sort of started seeping into what I do. Um, but, you know, I guess already in home decor is seeing these kind of um, Ming vases and these uh, uh, 
shenazari vases with this, you know, like traditional Chinese look to them, the blue and white um, has been, you know, those vases have been, you know, a decorative item that you can get for your home for a while. And now sort of it's becoming a surface pattern thing where you could see they're featured as like, you know, uh, a tray that has those vases and, you know, napkins and prints where those vases are being drawn out and illustrated and used for, you know, for artwork. And um, I also like the kind of the take on it where it's like sculptural pumpkins up in the top uh, right. Um, <laughs> where yeah they use the kind of imagery but they put it on a pumpkin and so that's just kind of you know something a little bit different so i thought that was i noticed a lot of that around um market cool yeah i've definitely seen this in home decor and um there have been trends in rug with uh kind of related to this more but a little bit more like shibori or boutique or things like yeah, that but yeah indigo, definitely, the indigo thing has definitely yeah. been around and yeah support yeah you're right <laughs> i agree mm -hmm. okay and then this last one is sort of i think it's i think it's gonna kind of emerge i sort of hedge my bets when i talk about it in uh in the uh intro but it's been sort of a graphic design trend for a little bit um paper cut progress is what I'm calling this. And so it's sort of these paper cut, paper sculpture um, flowers, which are really beautiful. And you can buy something like this on Etsy. The very center image is like an Etsy image that you can buy this kind of decor for your wedding or your party or whatever. Um, and the top uh, center and then the top left are both sort of the graphic design um, versions of it where, you know, it's a um, poster for one of the gift companies and the center one was an invitation and that's where that, that kind of imagery was used. But then going around the show, I was seeing a lot of the um, home decor companies had these sculptural wall art that looks like paper cut florals you know they were made out of ceramic or resin or whatever but they kind of looked this 3d paper cut look and um then kind of looking into it i saw a couple other references a wallpaper like that looks like a faux um the bottom left is like a wallpaper that looks like cut paper and um and I, i'm seeing it a lot for like decoration um decoration items. So I think that if there's a way, I'm not sure because I mean, I'm an illustrator, I'm not, you know, a paper sculptress, but, <laughs> but, you know, if there's a way to sort of give that cool flat, you know, flat turning 3D look to some of your flowers um, in illustration or whatever, it could be a really cool technique. Yeah, the dimension there is really interesting. I haven't seen that. It's cool. So those were my three um, big, you know, trends that I took away. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say those were the biggest trends of market because, like I said, some of the biggest trends, the farmhouse look and, you know, um, I, I still saw a lot of llamas and that kind of thing. Um, those were, you know, bigger trends, but those are ones that we've seen before. So what my trend book kind of highlights is, you know, hopefully something that's a little bit new and kind of sparks your creativity and, you know, makes you ready to design some new stuff for your yeah. clients and for your, you know, portfolio. Did you see any sloths? <laughs> Yep. Yep. Definitely sloths. Definitely sloths. Not quite as many. Not quite as many. I think that one might be fading. But okay. 
Well, I don't know. Hopefully, that's my opinion. Is hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Costa Rica on Saturday for my honeymoon, so I'm going to get to see some real sloths. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Costa Rica is the best. I've never been, so I'm excited. Oh, so fun. <laughs> okay, so next we're going to get into the trend of the month, um, which if you're part of Elizabeth's newsletter, then you're going to get this every month from her. So we are in March, um, and she recently released a new trend called Sunshine Day. So Elizabeth, can you explain this trend and kind of the impact that that has also on surface pattern designers? Yeah, definitely. So, well, we're all ready for spring, right? I mean, this is, it's oh, yeah. day here and rainy um, in Raleigh, North Carolina, but we're ready for spring. And I have been seeing a lot of sunshine lately I've, uh, in on gift products. So you can see from this board, there's a whole array of like rugs, greeting cards, mugs, wall art, all kinds of things here. And they're all kind of sporting that um, bright sunshine uh, look with the rays coming out of it, a lot of like wordplay and puns, um, not on here, but I, on this board, but there was one that I saw that girls just want to have sun, which I love. And, um, I think it also goes back to, uh, we'll be talking, you can see there's some, you know, orange and pink and like, it's got that living coral vibe in the top, but also mustard yellow is so huge. So it's kind of perfect, um, that this, this ties right into that too. Cool. All right. So um, also in Elizabeth's newsletter, she mentioned that Apartment Therapy has just released a pattern of the year, which they've never done before. So I was really intrigued by this and had to look it up. So I'm going to actually pull up their web page. Um, we can talk about that for just a minute. Um, because I was really intrigued by this and yeah. good job for Elizabeth for finding it. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. It's I'm, I'm happy because, you know, we've, of course we've been hearing color of the year for a long time, but as they explained in this article, they were just, you know, they're like, all right, enough with this color of the year. We're ready for pattern of the year. And I'm like, as a surface pattern, I'm totally here for it. So <laughs> Um, they kind of describe, I mean, definitely uh, link to the article if you, you know, hopefully, but, check it out because they talk about their process of kind of narrowing it down and some of the other contenders, which were, uh, I think they said blush botanicals was a big one that they thought about. Um, and I'm trying to remember what other things, but basically the pattern that they named was, uh, animals, but not animal prints that we think of in a traditional way, but the full animal. So leopards, zebras, and uh, cheetahs kind of, you know, walking around. And I've definitely, I'm, I agree with this. I have seen this for um, the past year or two. I've featured a mm -hmm. couple of these um, in my newsletter, in fact. Uh, so I, I definitely agree that this is, this is up and coming. I've seen it as wallpaper. It looks amazing. And um, when I was at America's Mart, I didn't necessarily see that many cats kind of like walking around necessarily, but there were still a lot of like animal prints more than I was really expecting for the gift world. So I was kind of seeing, um, you know, a part of that, a version of that. Yeah, I'm really loving this. And I've been seeing a lot of, um, like big cats as well, like whether it's like tigers or leopards yeah. or a hundred percent. Yeah, I've seen this a lot. Um, so it's really interesting that Apartment Therapy called this out, especially because they have such a big focus on home decor. Um, 
I don't know, like coming from a rug back, and obviously we, you probably wouldn't put this on a rug, but um, well, I don't not, know. It, you know, yeah. it's not crazy. It is crazy, but it's also not, you know, it could, it, I don't know how saleable, it would take a minute for like, yeah. you know, everything takes a while to kind of seep into like what people are going to put, like a rug is a big investment, right? You know, right. Big, like anthropology could probably pull it off, but other than yeah, that. Yeah, but it's not going to be, you know, definitely your trellises are your kind of more safe option, but <laughs> right. some of the more trend forward places might start featuring this. And, you know, as it, if it has legs, we'll have to find out, you know, we won't know until next year or the year after that, if it's still kind of around, but it, I could see it seeping into, you know, to rug fashion. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, apartment therapy saying that it's a bit maximalist, but we're, we're seeing a shift away from the stark minimalism, which I mean, that kind of resonates with me as well, because I've, <laughs> I'm a little bit of a hoarder too. I think every artist is with all their supplies and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I love maximalism. I love kind of that boho global feeling. So, um, but yeah, they're saying that, you know, even in pattern and um, like surface design that it is a bit maximalist and, um, I think also the idea of kind of layering patterns together or coordinating patterns together in the home is going to kind of be a big trend coming forward too. Definitely. Um, yeah. So here is this, um, other big cat on <laughs> like the bathroom wallpaper, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. Um, and I'm sure we'll see it in like throw pillows. Like that'll be kind of an easy way for people to incorporate this trend. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, they kind of just talk about like, you know, why a pattern of the year, like you said, we've always heard about the color of the year. Um, and I will link this article um, in the description below so you guys can check it out on your own. But just kind yeah, of. Yeah, and it has know. some good, uh, when you read it, it has some like suggestions of kind of, like I said, what they, what their other contenders were. So those are other kind of big things that are happening. Um, so that's yeah. like a good little hint as to what's going on. Um, in the home decor world. And also, you know, it translates to gift and stationery and, and kind of everywhere. Yeah, it definitely makes sense than gift and stationery for sure. Um, but I love seeing it. I love seeing home decor get more creative like this too. So it's fun. Definitely. All right. Um, okay. So um, I'm going to touch a little bit on living coral because it is the color of the year. And we just talked about the pattern of the year from environment therapy. So I couldn't leave out living coral. Um, and I do have a, another YouTube video that I'll, um, I'll put the slide up for you guys. Um, so this is also in my YouTube channel if you want to watch the full video, but I'm just going to give like a really quick summary over living coral. Um, so living coral kind of, embodies our need for playful expression. I see it as a very happy color. Um, It's very bright and fun. Um, And representing the fusion of modern life, uh, Pantone Living Coral is a nurturing color that appears in our natural surroundings. So when I first heard this, I thought, what? Natural? Like, you know, when I think of nature, I think of greens and kind of browns, but maybe that's just because of where I live. (laughs) But then when I started to think about it. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh yeah, like I guess coral really does exist in the sea, but I'm not in the sea all the time. So I don't see it or it's in a sunset and things like that. So, um, Elizabeth, do you agree with this? Would you think of coral as being like a natural color? Uh, yeah, I think I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily, um, think that it's to me, it's sort of like that pop of color, you know, um, 
a little bit different than what I what I normally see in my actual surroundings. But <laughs> I, I guess depending on yeah, you know, sort of in the Caribbean or wherever, they have a lot brighter colors um, around them. So it sort of depends, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see it, like you said, Caribbean. I see it as a happy, like beachy color. And it I it even reminds me of weddings. Like I feel like bridesmaids dresses and things like that, but I just don't usually associate this color with nature. But again, yeah, I mean it could be um a flower, you know, color for flowers, things like that. But I just generally yeah, I think of like more neutral stones and um Yeah. I think we just need to leave the East Coast and move to or well you're in Central, but <laughs> Hawaii and then we would be living that living coral lifestyle that we all (laughs) could dream for. Oh, I like that idea. Let's do it. But yeah, this is kind of how I traditionally see coral being used, um, just like in, you know, kind of beachy weddings or as prom dresses, things like that. But um, when I started to do some trend research, I um, did see how living coral was starting to influence home decor, which was really cool to see. So again, this is kind of how I traditionally imagined coral being used in the home, if at all. Um, And again, I am on the East Coast, so I kind of saw it as, you know, in Southern coastal homes, kind of a little bit of a preppy vibe. But um, as I was doing my trend research, I was beginning to see it being used in these like fresh modern ways um, that still looks like very sunny and cheerful, but kind of gives a throwback um, with the mid-century modern looks or just kind of like the modern art. Um, which I thought was really fun and new. It felt very fresh. Mm. And then also seeing it as kind of this smart and fluid evolution from millennial pink, which has been so big over the last, you know, two to three years. Um, It makes it a very commercial choice as well, which we don't always see Pantone making a commercial choice, but you can see it even in, you know, this rug or pillow or dishes, Um, it's just, it seems like it's a very kind of easy color to incorporate with colors that people and consumers have already been buying over the last couple of years. Definitely. Um, it also looks great in an outdoor patio space. If you're, you know, not this bold inside, then your patio is a perfect place to kind of, um, bring some personality and some pop and, um, it, it's like um, going really well with soft textiles, uh, like drapery as well. That um, gives your indoors a little bit of a pop if you're um, feeling a little bit bold and want that bright coral color inside. Uh, and the navy and indigo blues kind of pair really well with the coral, as do teals. And also, I was noticing some exterior uses. Um, bringing some like vibrancy and some personality to the outside of the home. And again, it kind of depends on, I think, where you live, where this would be suitable. But um, even if you just painted your door a fun pop color. Yeah, that that could could be be, great. Yeah, that could be really fun. Okay, so to watch the full video, um, I'm going to link or I'm linking this um, other video here. So you can just click on that to watch the full video of Living Coral. Okay, so... Next, I wanted to let you guys know about my trend guide for 2019. So I did a ton of trend research and I'll let you know kind of what I was finding in terms of colors and then we'll touch on a few other things. So this is my ultimate 2019 trend guide that I'm giving away for free so you can download the PDF um, and I will link that in the description below. So be sure to check that out. Okay, so some of the color trends I've been finding for 2019 include this blush and forest green 
combination. And like I mentioned earlier, millennial pink has kind of been out and about for quite a while now, but we're kind of seeing these muted tones coming into the blushes and seeing it kind of contrast really nicely with this um, is really beautiful. So that's one yeah, color combination for 2009. Sorry. I love this combination. I, this is, this is kind of, yeah, like a new look, um, that I think is really pretty. I think, um, what I was seeing a lot of last year at the stationary show was, um, sort of millennial pink and like cobalt. And this is just kind of pushing it a little bit farther towards, you know, obviously towards the green and then the pink is a little bit deeper and, um, it's kind of, again, like a nice evolution, but really, uh, unexpected. Right. And um, what was it? Two years ago that Pantone's called a green. Um, it wasn't this green, but it was a green. So I think it kind of got everyone thinking about greens a little bit more seriously because we didn't see, especially in home decor, we didn't see a lot of greens. But also the house plant trend, I think, has kind of influenced us to think yeah, about. And tropical, all that tropical right. patterning that we've been right. seeing for years. Yeah. So shades of green, I think, are definitely going to be here for a little while. Okay, so the next slide is Hello Yellow. So I'm a, I'm a lover of yellow anyway, but I was really excited to kind of see some different shades of yellow coming out, whether in clothing, they, we have sort of some muted like butters and mustard colors, but also even in these hair trends, you're seeing this like really, really bright um, fluorescent yellow almost, which was really fun. So iridescent shine is the next um, color trend. So this isn't exactly one color, but you're, right. you know, kind of this mother of pearl look we're seeing everywhere, whether it's in these hair trends or um, in clothing or in different like kind of home decor accents. Um, it's really hundred percent. And in the gift, uh, in the gift market and stationary market, hologram foil is so huge like that. A couple of years ago, that was like the new thing and it's still holding on like the metallics of like gold and silver and copper are still big, but the hologram foil and that iridescent look is, is big in, um, those markets as well. Ah, so fun. I love it. I feel like I've even seen it in, um, uh, silverware, like Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, yeah. I had a trend like this a couple, like, uh, last year called oil slick and it was sort of the like rainbow effect on, and the same thing. I had some silverware featured as well. It was sort of like a deeper version of this, but, um, similar. Yeah. Cool. Really pretty. <laughs> okay. So the next color trend is lavender loves. So again, I think that millennial pink has been so big for the last two to three years that this is sort of another evolution of the millennial pink. It's kind of these softer lavenders um, and kind of soft purples. And again, last year was ultraviolet for the 2018 color of the year. Now this isn't ultraviolet, but I do think it is a spinoff of that to get think people thinking again about purples. What purples are people excited about? What do they want to see on their clothes or their shoes or in home decor um, or in, you know, stationery and gift? Um, so I think that these colors are a little bit softer and they're kind of easier to use. So here is Millennial Pink that we have been talking about a lot. <laughs> and I don't think it's going anywhere quite yet. Again, we are kind of seeing these evolutions and kind of these spinoffs of Millennial Pink. But I think these colors also kind of play back and work well with millennial pink. And I don't really think it's going away yet. Like I think that pink is still big, big, big. Yeah. 
Agreed. And like now a hot pink is coming into, into play. I think after like award season, right. There were so many dresses out there. I don't really follow fashion too much. You have a lot of like fashion inspiration and home decor inspiration. Whereas my trend boards tend to be really like gift and stationary and a little bit of home decor. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like my, my perspective on it. But um, from award season, you know, I know that all the like dresses were this like hot pink fuchsia. So that's, you know, another, things to kind of mix in there. Cool. Yeah. I love seeing like all the different shades of pink and I love the bright colors too. This is a little bit more soft and muted, but um, yeah, I think especially in home decor, we were seeing sort of the blushes come through a lot yeah. more, but um, hot pink I love. So that's exciting. <laughs> okay. So pastel perfection. So I feel like pastels have been out for a few years. It's not like the most new thing, but I do think that some of these color combinations in the pastels are a little bit new and different. Um, so I was really loving just the softness of this and love seeing it also on kind of more winter items like this winter coat, for example, or more yeah. long sleeve. Seeing um, the pastel, you know, traditionally, I guess we think of pastels as being associated with Easter time or spring. But yeah, seeing these pastels being applied in like totally different ways is exciting. So Peach Perfect is the next um, color trend. And I think that this is sort of related back to Living Coral. It is a lot softer and more pastel. Again, I'm going to say it again, but I think it is related kind of to another evolution of the millennial pink, seeing kind of what plays with that or how it can shift and change a little bit. But I think these soft peachy colors are just on point and I really love it. They play nicely with a lot of other colors. Okay, so the pink, green, and gold is just another sort of color combination I was seeing over and over again. Mm, yeah. And the, I called this royal blue sun because I feel like the cobalt blues, the royal blues were mixing really nicely and having that amazing contrast with these really bright sunshine colors, um, these yellow colors. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, we're seeing it in all different ways, whether it's in fashion or in artwork or um, in these like bottles or stoneware, whatever's at the bottom left. I can't remember exactly what that, what product that was, but. Yeah, I feel like we're just seeing it all over the yeah, place. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, and soft sage. I feel like what we were just talking about earlier with all the greens, the houseplant trend, um, the tropical trend, and greenery being the 2017 Pantone color of the year. It's just really gotten people thinking about greens in a different way and really paying attention to greens more. Um, so I was noticing this kind of soft sage trend come up all over the place, whether it's in house, house paints or in sofas and home decor or fashion. Um, and just again, with these um, succulents, they kind of have that exact same color. Yeah, so. I agree. I, I have heard that sage is, is trending as well. And I feel like I haven't seen it as much in my work, but it's probably just a matter of time because it's probably starting in fashion and home decor and then it's going to kind of filter in. Gotcha. Yeah. I think it feels really fresh. So I love it, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. And so the next one is called spice turmeric earth. And I think this is just sort of a new, a new neutral, if you will. I think that 
gray is starting to finally kind of make its way out and we're turning towards these really hot neutrals. Um, I don't really see the chocolates coming back in yet, but I think that's kind of where we're headed. But I think first it's going to be more of these kind of like spicy colors um, that you would see in your kitchen. Um, but it is coming into fashion. I think first, most of these images are fashion images. We kind of tried to play with this in home decor. I don't think they were quite ready yet because everyone's at this point bought a gray sofa. So it's not going <laughs> to match. Touche, touche. <laughs> But I do think this is where it's heading and, you know, it's a great color for like leather furniture, mm -hmm. things like that. So I think we are going to see it coming up more and more over the next few years. Okay. So you got all of my color trends, but um, I wanted to go over some of the other trends that I've included in my free trend guide. So I've included illustration trends that I'm not going to share with you. You'll have to go um, download the PDF in the description below to um, get these trends, but I have also included a section on print and pattern trends and surface design trends and textile design trends. So definitely go check that out. Yeah, a lot um, of great stuff in there. <laughs> thank you. So this is my website. If you want to get my uh, free trend guide, um, you can either go into the description or you can go to my website at laurenlesley.com trend um, and you can download it there. Definitely share a comment or share any ideas. If you see some trends coming up um, in 2019 that we didn't mention, let us know in the comments below. We would really love to hear from you. If you have any questions, just let us know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. So your assignment for today is to go ahead and research trends in your niche. So whether you are um, more in the gift and stationary like Elizabeth, or if you're in home decor or fashion, Whatever it is, um, start researching some of the trends in your niche and create a one-page trend board um, for a new trend that you discovered because there's no way that we can possibly see every single trend that's coming out this year. These are just ones that we've noticed and we've shared with you. So create a one-page trend board and upload it to the Design Tribe Facebook group and share it with other designers. That way we can all mutually benefit from each other's research and save time. So to join the Facebook group, um, go to the Design Tribe, Lauren Leslie. You can see the um, link below on the slide, and um, you'll have to answer a few questions and just make sure that you are actually a designer. Um, it is a private group, but we would love to have you, so please um, go over there and join. Um, and if you like this video, uh, to get notified, please um, hit the little bell, subscribe to my channel, give this video a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it. And in the future, if you want to listen in the car as you're driving or whatnot, um, we do have a podcast version and I'm putting all the audio on the podcast of these um, conversations. So go ahead and subscribe to the Design Tribe podcast. You can listen on iTunes and Spotify. Um, I'm at Lauren Leslie Studio on Instagram. And Elizabeth, do you want to give your um, Instagram? Yeah, definitely. I'm at eSilverDesign. And um, yeah, you can subscribe to my newsletter at elizabethsilver.com uh, slash fresh. Um, yep, there we go, eSilver Design. And elizabethsilver.com slash fresh um, has uh, where you can subscribe. And the 15th of every month, a new trend board and all kinds of resources for designers, um, for illustrators and 
you know, creative freelancers basically. So would love to have you jump on. <laughs> all right. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed talking to you about all the trends we're seeing in 2019. Thank you helpful. so much, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Design Tribe podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Here comes the part where I need to ask you for a favor. (laughs) Help a sister out. Next time you're in iTunes, please, please leave a rating and a review. Please? It only takes a few seconds and it would quite literally make my day. For real, it helps this podcast get found so that other awesome people like you can join the dialogue and connect with each other. As a quick reminder, we go live on the webinar version of this podcast. Uh, so to get notifications, head over to laurenlesley.com slash webinar series, or check out the Facebook group where we will be streaming on Facebook Live as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Talk soon.